Hey guys, it's Chelsea. And this is Grace. And you're listening to Fridays at 5. <laughs> that was awful. Hey guys. Good morning. Welcome back to another episode of Fridays at 5. And we have a new uh, situation this week. So just, just a little different, you know. We're no longer in our sauna. No. Oh, Lord have mercy. It that was, was so hot last time. <laughs> By the end of the episode, I was drenched. Sweating. My my pants were rolled up all the way past my knees. My sh- sleeves were all the p- way pulled up. We walked out. We're like, I was sitting on a winter coat, so I, I, I was insulated. <laughs> I was sitting on the yoga mat, and I'm like, Lord have mercy. I am not feeling good right now. No, we had to record in our like separate bedroom. If you watch my YouTube channel, you know. But this week, we are out in the open. We have we air to air breathe. <laughs> we are breathing. So we're good. And we also have new microphones. Yeah. Setups. If our quality sucks now, then it's just simply our fault. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Now <laughs> that I'm actually thinking about it, I want a little rotate. So, so a little shum like shum. But this week we have an exciting episode. We're going to do labor and delivery questions with Chelsea. I will be doing a little bit of a labor and delivery story. I'm not going to go into like gruesome detail because I did a YouTube video on it. And we just have some other stuff to chat about. So, you Some know. very important things you guys all need to hear about. So, <laughs> so we're just going to get into it. Last week, what day did we record on? It was like a Monday. It was during the week, yeah. Right, because I had my CLE the next day. So watch my YouTube channel. I had my continuing legal education. It was excruciatingly boring and long days. I can't believe I used to go to school like eight hours a day. I agree with you because I don't have CLEs necessarily, but I have continuing education credits I have to do. It's worked within the hospital I work at. They like put it in each year. You have to do stuff online. But either way, dude, when I look at that shit, I'm like, how the fuck am I doing this right now? And then I'd go to, I would go to classes for like four hours at a time. I know. How do we just sit there all day i think about high school you used to go to class shut up and then you have your extracurriculars <laughs> shut up and then you would go like hang out with friends or go to a job now the if job. i have more than two things to do in a day i'm like no 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 something's gotta go something <laughs> has to be eliminated something has to be dc'd not today <laughs> not today and it was like what like two years ago we were we're not like 15 years out i of know school. we're like two minutes out of school i know i would <laughs> go to class all day you have your the like, routine law review you have your internships and it was all fine for me mm-hmm. now i'm like oh well you know what i have to go out to dinner later so i don't know if i can hang out in the morning <laughs> me i'm like <laughs> i have to shower i'm sorry <laughs> i'm sorry i i planned a 30 minute workout so i don't know that i can hang out i gotta today. go return some shit at target i can't, I can't come I'm no sorry. literally though i bought these uh, pro pre slash probiotics and I bought like sleeping I think it's like ashwagandha ganda it's like this ashwagandha ashwagandha yeah <laughs> <laughs> I bought this stuff to help me sleep better because working nights is just yeah, lame is your sleep I'm sure it's not fun I'm I'm on my own time but I bought some stuff and first of all the sleeping gummies I open up you know the top thing where it's like, do not eat these. <laughs> the top if the is seal's broken. The seal, seal was broken. halfway broken. I'm like, you're mm. like, fuck it. I'm gonna eat it anyways. <laughs> James, James looked at me. He's like, I would eat these if I was you. And I was like, you're probably right. Might ex- end in like explosive diarrhea of some sorts. So I said, you know what? 
no i'm not gonna have this what was it was it like um what's a brand they have like a million gummies yes go go, g-o-l-i which 10 out of 10 will probably buy again Mm -hmm. hopefully this time the seal's not broken never know and then i bought the ray r-a-e pre slash probiotics target yeah i've had friends who've tried it they said they loved it but there was something also wrong with the packaging of this one What's going on at Target? I don't know, guys. Listen, Target, 10 out of 10 fan. My outfit, you can't even... Maybe you'll be able well, to see it. that's the other thing that we're doing with this podcast is that we are... We're becoming movie stars. Yeah, we thought about it. We're like, you know what? We're too beautiful to be hiding behind these microphones. If we happen to post this, let me fix my humongous fupa <laughs> before... <laughs> <laughs> But if we Bitch, I'm not wearing a bra. Like we're I have my maternity nursing bra on here. Nothing. I was nurse. like four months old. I'm like, hey guys. <laughs> I don't even nurse, but they're so comfortable. Never known her. Never known her. Before. Never known her. But they're really great. They're from Target. They're super comfortable. My outfit is from Target too. My sweatpants are from Target. The matching you know. cheetah. I mean, you listen. Know how it is. I am. <laughs> I'm not even gonna say it. Never mind. <laughs> Forget about it. I had something I wanted to say. What we were just talking about before the Target. (laughs) Sorry, that was an annoying sound, but it's just something stupid I do. We were talking about how... Fuck. (laughs) Lord have mercy. I Um, don't... I don't know. We'll have to move on. Anyways, what the... Because as soon as you said it, it left my brain. (laughs) (laughs) right anyways we're just gonna move on um okay so a few different topics to talk about today yes we do so i guess we'll get into the q a first because that probably is what you tuned in for because i'm sure that's what i named the episode so we're doing some labor and delivery questions with chelsea if you guys didn't know she is a labor and delivery nurse for what almost a year now almost a year december will be a year and you did med surge before, so she is knowledgeable, but I do want to do a little, um, what is it called? Like, a, the words are not coming to me today, but this is for <laughs> entertainment purposes only. This is not medical. Um, this is not medical advice. This yeah. is just our personal experience. Always ask Grace's, your own nurse, doctor, or anything before you take advice you find off the internet. Doesn't matter where you find it from. Unless it's on TikTok, then it's 1,000% true. <laughs> Listen to everything you hear. I'm kidding. but Please don't do that. No, because I've had patients come in. They're like, I saw this on TikTok. Can we try it? I'm like, Chelsea's like, I saw that too, actually. I'm sitting there and I'm like, <laughs> wait a second. Are we talking about the same girl? No, I'm just kidding. But, you know, Grace has had her own personal experience. I have yet to have the experience. So I can only talk about from a nurse's point of view. Again, it's been less than a year. I am not, a, I mean, I guess I am. It's so weird. I'm a professional. Ew. You are a professional. I know what I'm talking about, but there are other people in this world that are very much more well-versed in what I'm doing. That was the worst sentence I've ever said yeah, in that was my whole bad. life. Anyways, I just have a little bit of experience, but we are actually looking up the questions. You guys had great questions, by the way. Like all of these, like 10 out of 10, like most of them, I don't, I, most of them, I don't even know how many there were. Do there you was want probably me to like, ask them and then you yeah. answer? And then you can answer whichever ones pertains more so to you. Okay, so we'll start with i have them pulled up as well me too 
Me too. Uh, I also uh, have them. Isn't that funny? <laughs> Crazy. I'm sorry. I'm pulling my ice away. Yeah, do you want to have a little sip before you keep clanking your ice in the microphone? That's what you were talking about, my ice. You were like, your ice is clanking away. I know, but there was something before the ice. <laughs> you know that episode of SpongeBob where they have the two ice cubes and that water pitcher with the uh, sandy cheeks? I need That's you. <laughs> Rose. I, I need it. <laughs> Okay, so my first question that we're going to ask Chelsea is from Renee. Do you have to labor on your back if you have an epi- if you have an epidural? Or do you have some mobility? That is a quality question. That is very very good. I do not think you have to labor on your back. Again, depends on where you go. Nine times out of ten, you do labor on your back when you have an epidural because a lot of women are unable to move. But again, during like pushing and laboring, um, we move patients from side to side. I do a thing called thrones position where I lift, I like move the bed into like a chair position. I personally suggest being in thrones position once you're in active labor from like six centimeters, five, six centimeters and on, whether you're a first time or like second or third time mom. Uh, I think it's, it makes it opens up the pelvic area, especially if you put your knees together in that position. It allows for more space for baby to come through. Yeah, that's what I was doing a lot of the time before I, I had the epidural. I like always kept my knees together, my ankles apart, just because exactly. I knew. I saw it on TikTok, actually. And I, knew I sent Grace pictures position. of graphs. I was like, you should try this position and this one and this one and this one. Yeah, the <laughs> nurses at the hospital I was at were so good about repositioning good. me throughout the entire night, even though I was like, I don't want to move. I was like, can you take this peanut ball out? Like my legs hurt because my epidural like didn't go all the way through my legs. I was like, I really just want to lay here and do nothing. Mm-hmm. When peanut ball, did your facility offer it or did you bring one? They offered it. That's so good. That's really great. I think the yeah. peanut ball does wonders for women. Oh, it totally helps. It helps open up your pelvis. It helps like helps you dilate. It helps your cervix soften a lot. There's so many different positions. I will go through them eventually. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite is re- – no, what is it? Yeah, reverse cowgirl, honestly. Sorry, guys. Right. I know that's a little special, but <laughs> – If that's how you got in, that's how you're getting out. And <laughs> it's not the first thing that people have told me. They – I had a patient once who was telling me, she's like, she's like, so basically the way I got here is the way it's going to come out, right? <laughs> I was like, I mean, yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. I actually saw a TikTok. Well, I feel like me and you have discussed this before, but I did see a TikTok the other day of a girl who she had a hospital birth, but she was saying how obviously you have sex to like have a baby. So she had sex, sex to put herself in labor. Right. But Good in the hospital. Her. No. She was at the hospital. To, I was like, all right, I, we have to draw a line somewhere. Where are we drawing the line? I've had nurses walk in on <laughs> patients having sex. Not I, specifically. It literally. But other <laughs> first of all, it could literally never be me. I would the knock on the door and be like, yoo-hoo, yoo-hoo. <laughs> I'm so happy for those women, but. No. No. Love you, but. Love you. Don't touch me. <laughs> D- barely love you when I'm pregnant. Barely. Like, we're holding on by a thread here. <laughs> Don't touch me. Mm-mm. Don't look at me. But to bring it back to the actual question, do you have to labor on your back? No. I've had I've done labors before and deliveries and everything where the patient is – one patient didn't have an epidural, so she could move around freely. But 
most of my patients do receive epidural. And again, I am an advocate for whatever you want. I just think for you as a whole, you know, you push a baby out, you if labor you're for like all these hours. If you're open to medication, then epidurals. I, totally. I do think an epidural yeah. is your best option. Again, do whatever you want, but I do think it's the best option. Um, I've seen some women with incredible epidurals. Like most of the epidurals I've seen are 10 out of 10. They are amazing. But I have delivered before with a patient who she was turned around on the bed. The The bed was lifted up and she's holding on and yeah, she's kind of like I, squatting down. I know what you're down. talking about, yeah. But sometimes, honestly, when you're pushing, if the baby's heartbeat drops, you, you got to go from side to side and then on all fours. And is it the most comfortable when you have an epidural? No, because, you know, your legs are pretty numb and your yeah. lower back, like everything below is pretty numb. It's hard to move. Even if your epidural wears off, it's still it's, hard It's to rough, move. yeah. And let's be honest, again, you guys will probably see a little shum shum from this clip, but like I am small. I am not a, I, I'm not muscular at all. Like I have nothing to me, guys. I just started Pilates, nothing crazy. But I like go in these rooms and I feel so bad for the women, but I'm, you know, you see the baby's heartbeats dropping. You have to intervene. You have to do something. So I go in there and I like pull their sides. I'm like, who? Favorite is, you know, when you admit a patient, there's like certain questions you have to ask all the time. Like, oh yeah, the weight. I was like, Jesse, plug your ears. You can't hear this number. (laughs) Uh, I had a patient not too long ago. I'm like, okay, honey. I'm like, how tall are you? How much do you weigh now? How much did you weigh pre-pregnancy? They'll say like, and again, like I have... I work in New York City. We have a ton of patients from everywhere in the world. They're like, I know it in kilos. And again, we do kilos and pounds either way. So I'll put it in. And they'll, I'll be like, oh, like, how much did you weigh pre-pregnancy? They're like, 125, 130. <laughs> and Pre-pregnant. I'm, Queen, I haven't weighed that since <laughs> eighth grade. <laughs> or they'll be like, or, you know, obviously they're like, like pushing 200, which is you have a child oh inside my God, of you. I was There's like nothing over wrong with that. 200 when I gave birth. I was like, Jesse, plug your ears. You're like, two, I don't two care ten. if you see my vagina today, <laughs> if you see anything ripped, but you cannot know this number. <laughs> You're like, and that's the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> that is the end of it. And I feel bad. And again, there's like silly questions that we ask, like, did you drink while pregnant? Did you? Yeah. Do you want to kill yourself? Like, do you want to kill yourself? And then I ask him, like, I mean, do you want to kill yourself all the time? Like, yes, you're going to have a baby. Yeah. You know what's going so, yeah. on. <laughs> Which is fine. We we got social work. We got we got everybody there for everybody. But yes, ten out of ten. Do not have to push on your back. Do I recommend it? Yes. If you have epidural, if you don't have epidural, it's probably more in, like I'm gonna if be. If you don't have an epidural, I feel like totally giving birth like on your not on your knees, but the the thing you're talking about, yeah, would it seems more natural. But when you have an epidural, pushing your back really isn't bad. Yeah, it I was just really say, is not bad. Because I think about it, listen, we're the IBS queens. Let, let's be real. Yeah. Let's be real. And when you have to, like, when you're pushing a baby out from what I have experienced so far, we always say, like, push like you're going to poop. Yeah. And nobody poops on their back. So I understand that. But yeah. if you're, like, numbed down there and we're helping you out and we're doing whatever, that makes more sense. If you don't, yeah. then you're more alert and more aware of the feelings and, like, the pressure in your back. And you're like, I really have to push. Like, I feel it right now. Yeah. Then push however you want to. I've pushed – I have pushed probably almost every position with and or without an epidural. And you still have a baby at the end of the day. Whatever – makes you more comfortable it is just more common in america specifically to be pushing on your back next question though because it kind of relays into it 
It's from Pikachu 13. I have to imagine that's not your first name. (laughs) What are the pros and cons to a water birth? So at my facility where I work right now, wait, let me do a little background too. So I did med search first and then I went into labor and delivery. But in college, I, you know, you have your rotations through every specialty and through my senior year, again, I graduated in 2020. So it was like right at the time of COVID. But before that, in the, I think it was the fall, winter semester, I was at a birthing center in Connecticut. So they had like everything and anything. And I got to be honest with you, like I work at a hospital now, not a birthing center. There's a very fine line differential between each. And I really highly encourage, even if you go to a doctor or a midwife, like depending on what you want for your delivery, do your research, educate yourself, put your knowledge first. If you want less intervention and more of like a free freer type of deal go to a birthing center they're great like i i recommend them to everybody because when once you come to a hospital again i'm not saying it's right or wrong but we have to monitor you and baby where i am i get a lot of high risk moms i get a lot of high risk babies so you really have to closely monitor and again do i think it's comfortable no not at all i completely understand you're like can you get off of me can you not can you like leave me alone i get it but at the end of the day like your safety is my most important and you're at a hospital and there's a lot of liabilities that has to go towards the doctors and the nurses exactly especially in today's day and age sorry but like you're one thousand percent correct but either way we do not offer water births where i am I feel like a lot of hospitals, at least around here, don't offer water births. Did they have an option for you where you were or no? No, they had a shower. Like if you wanted to like have have water or whatever, but no, not a water birth. And again, like from my point of view, most women get the epidural, even if it is later on, like you can labor in the bathroom if you want. If you're category one and baby and you look great, sure. I could take you out for a little bit. Yeah, I sat on the toilet for like a long time laboring. And speaking of the toilet, I've heard great things about laboring when you sit backwards on the toilet. I I did Did you do that? Yeah. I was going to say, I heard great things about that, but- I have not seen water birth. I've seen it on the internet. I've watched YouTube videos about it. Like, I'm like absolutely insane. I love watching YouTube vlogs of people delivering their babies. I don't know why, but I love it. But I think a water birth, if it really depends, like you can't be like, you can't have a lot of stuff going on in your like pregnancy and your past medical history and like if you're a high risk patient I'm so sorry but I don't think a water birth is the best thing for you if you are not high risk you have nothing going on if you're like you know what like I would personally feel better here sure go ahead I have not experienced one I have only seen one via internet but I mean if you can do it then why not yeah and I'm sure the pain Absolutely. management just like when your back hurts regularly, going in the hot bath helps. So I'm sure. Oh, 100%. Going in, in having like the jets and stuff on yeah. your back. Like I've done things where patients have, again, like I said, we don't labor in the bathtub, but I've had patients who are trying to labor as long as they can. We've either done like a Foley balloon or Pitocin or misoprostol on them. We do it and they try to do it without an epidural, which again, do whatever is works best for you and your body. 
but I've done like counter pressure on their lower back and yeah. they're like, this feels incredible. Like, yeah. please do it again. Next contraction. And then again, I try to teach like the significant other or the doula or whoever is there. I'm like, oh, like, you know, like call me for anything and everything that you need, but I will 1000% not be here for every contraction. Oh yeah. Cause it's all night or all day every or few whatever minutes. it is for you. Absolutely. Every few minutes. So that's why I always tell everybody, I'm like, you know what, if you can do that, but if you can do a water birth, absolutely. Hands down saying right now, whenever I have a child or I get pregnant, I am going to come in epidural, everything. I'm going to be like, please don't touch me. <laughs> I'm going to know too much. That's why. Yeah. I feel like when you know too much about anything, it's, it ruins it. The next question for you from Catherine is, pregnant first time mom here. Should I bring a gift to the labor and delivery nurses? If so, what and how many? I mean, I'm always going to say yes. I love getting gifts from the patients. Of course. (laughs) We have gotten a wide variety of things. People have brought in like cookies, desserts. Some people like we'll have antepartum patients there that'll be there for a while. They'll buy us dinner every night. I'm like, you don't have to do that at all. Yeah. That's I love that. But you don't have to do that. Some people like go crazy over it. And honestly, like, we really do like it. I'm not going to lie. Of like, course. But I also, I'm not, ex- we're, none of us are expecting that. We're not, not like, oh, my God, how dare they not bring anything? It's nice of you to bring something. Um, some people bring, they'll bring, like, little, or some, one one couple bought us, like, a whole thing of, like, Dunkin', like, coffees and donuts. Yeah, I feel like that's cute. Uh, some people will buy, I mean, New York City's got the best it's, pizza. Yeah, the city, I was going to yeah. say, the city's got the pizza. So Up they'll here, buy pizza. Um, we've had people buy, they'll get like little like, uh, popcorns and they'll put like hair ties and chapsticks. Yeah, and, I always see on TikTok people doing I mean, like we use the it. chapsticks, the hair ties, cause I don't want to be sexist, but you can assume maybe 90% of your nurses are going to be female. We have one male nurse. Yeah. I love him. But, but either way. He'll still like the treats. <laughs> he's like, bald, he's so he can't use it. The hair ties are off for him for sure, but- How many would you say, like, nurses on average would you have to bring for? Like, we have uh, like about 20 nurses on. Yeah, bring enough for like 20 ish people. 20 people, yeah. Yeah, about that much. But people bring everything. They'll bring either dessert, they'll buy dinner, specifically because we're night shift. Um, Coffee is a great thing to bring. Like I said, the hair ties. Some people bring, like they'll make like little goodie bags for each person and they'll give it to each nurse. I remember one time I had a patient. They were so, so kind, so nice. I didn't even do anything for them. I did not deliver them. I did not labor with them. I did postpartum with them. Because for us on our unit, I'm sure it's universal, but... You are once you deliver the baby, you're on the labor floor for about another two hours or yeah. so after, and then we bring you up to the postpartum floor, unless you're an LDR postpartum like floor. We bring you to the other floor, and she gave me a little goodie bag. It had like a little pen. It had a hair tie. It had like a little candy in it. And I was like, "Girl, I just got here." I was like, "You don't have to give me that." And she's like, "No, but you're a part of my my journey." And I was like, "That is so, so nice." nice. I was talking to some nurses I work with. We have like some conferences through the year that we can attend. And one of my friends attended one. And I mean, it was a sad one. It was about intrauterine fetal demise. But at the end of the day, like they had moms go up there and they were like, you don't understand like how important you really are to us because, you know, we were going through something so traumatic and terrible, but you were so good to us and so happy. doesn't mean that 
you'll only remember your nurse if you go through a situation like that. But you remember them for the good and the oh, bad. Oh, no, definitely. The good, I the mean, bad, and the ugly. My doctor has been there for me through bad, bad, Many. and then good. Yeah. And the fact that she even remembered the bad stuff and like remembered my situation specifically meant so much to me. Because when I was oh, at absolutely. my six uh, six week postpartum checkup, she mentioned like some of the other stuff, and I was like, the fact that she has probably hundreds of patients, but oh, specifically yeah. remembers like oh, yeah. what happened to me and why she wanted to be at my birth, I was like, wow, that means a lot. I gotta be honest too, like you know, as a nurse, we get you as a patient. We know your past medical history. We know your past surgical history. Even if you don't want to tell us what happened, we know it. Like yeah, at the end of the day, like, and it's not because we're like, ooh, we know this. It's just for your safety to understand like how yeah. to proceed with everything. And it means so much to us. Like I, I've had patients too where you know they've struggled for years and years and years on end to get pregnant and then we're there for their delivery it's one of the most special things in the world yeah it's so beautiful All honestly my nurses obviously knew about the ectopic and the miscarriage because it's just like in my chart yeah and they kept asking you know like um what number of live birth is this for you so i'd say like yeah. my first whatever and they were like oh you know so many couples go through this blah blah, blah. and like and you're not alone like, it was just like nice that they acknowledge like the other pregnancies because yeah. that's what it is. Because so. they're they're real and they were yeah. there. You went through it, you know. Yeah, absolutely. So let's move on to another question for Chelsea for Chelly Buns. Someone with anemia, how risky is pregnancy? And that's from Karen. So it depends. I mean, nine out of ten. Actually, no, that's also not true. I don't know the actual statistic, but most women who are pregnant are anemic. We always ask questions like, God forbid, if you need a blood transfusion bef- before, after, during your laboring and delivering process, will you accept it? Most people say yes. If you say no, that's, you know, you're, I just hit the thing. If you say no, that's your own thing. But I think it's totally fine. I li- listen. I send your type. I was anemic s- before and during. You're fine. And yeah, it was fine. I sent my. T- you know, you send the the type and screen and the ABO and the CBC. Send all the blood work, and then you get back and you're like, oh, hemoglobin's low, and you're like, okay, like, okay, next. <laughs> it's fine. But no, I think it. You'll be perfectly fine as long as you're not like. Yeah, really, course, really like borderline super, low. Yeah. But again, then you would be high risk. And yeah. I, I got to be honest, you guys had incredible questions today we're not sharing every single one because they're all essentially like same same so this one is kind of for me and it's from Heidi why did you choose an elective induction would you do it again so great question neither of my sisters went into labor naturally and I'm sure my mom will tell me if I'm lying but I don't (laughs) think my mom did either and I just kind of figured I would not go into labor naturally and I would be then at the end of my 40th week having to be inducted. And I started sort of like, what is it called? Like the little old wives tales, like things you do to induce labor. You know, drinking the red raspberry leaf tea, the curb walking, all that crap. Obviously, none of it worked. And then I started pumping to induce labor, which is like the number one thing you can do to induce labor because it releases oxytocin and everything that should technically Mm -hmm. put you into labor. I started that at 36-ish weeks. I never went into labor. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, I'm getting induced. Like, I don't care. 
I'm all for medical intervention on myself. Yeah. I'm my living being is a byproduct of 21st century medication, so Period. mine as well. <laughs> so I told my doctor, I was like, I want to get induced at 39 weeks. Like, if that's something you'll do. And she was like, I can do it. You definitely don't have to, blah, blah, blah. I read the study. What's it called? I forgot what it's called, but there's a study that's done about women who are induced at 39 weeks versus 41 weeks and the statistics of getting a C-section, all that. And I was like, whatever. Like, I'm just going to get induced at 39 weeks. Mm-hmm. I did not like being pregnant. I was throwing up every single day. I you had was a rough a pregnancy. I was like, why do I want to be pregnant for two more <laughs> weeks, like into June? No, like I'll just give birth as soon as I can. So that's pretty much why I chose it. Mm-hmm. I pretty much knew I wouldn't go into labor naturally. And After my trying. pregnancy was rough. And would I do it again? I think so. Like, would I like to know what it feels like to do it naturally? Like, sure. But at the end of the day, like, if I'm still sick in my second pregnancy at 39 weeks, like, no, I'm not going to suffer for yeah. another two weeks. Because even at 39 weeks, I was still throwing up, like, four times a week. Like, no, yeah. I, I will just get induced. I really liked my induction process. I went in, like, 4 or 6 p.m. I got the Foley balloon. Mm-hmm. And then I had the Pitocin and all that. I liked it. It was like an average level of pain, I would assume. Nothing was crazy. And I would do it again, 10 out of 10 for sure. If I went into labor naturally, that would be amazing. But I just yeah. feel like I wouldn't because none of my sisters did. I mean, it is a familial thing, 100%. Yeah. I feel like a lot of women that I work with that come in, because we I, again, I work night shift and we have a lot of patients that come in for inductions at nighttime. And I ask I mean, like, I know why they're coming in, but I always ask them to make sure that they are under the same understanding. And they're like, you know, I'm 41 weeks, 40 weeks, I'm whatever. Or if they have any other issues going on, like, this is why I come in. But there's nothing wrong with induction. I have had I have had patients come in to be induced at midnight and I have delivered them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it hasn't been anything crazy. There's been patients that I've had come in at 8 p.m. and I haven't delivered but that doesn't mean anything. Everybody's body is different. Yeah. And it doesn't mean you're a bad mom or a bad woman and or a bad course, anything. And of course, like, if it's your first baby and you're getting induced, like, no, you're probably not going to have the baby in the next 12 hours. No, it's at least 24 plus hours at the very least. And I think that was my, not, I knew it was going to take a long time because my sister had just had her second baby and it took her a long time too. Mm-hmm. So I knew oh, it was yeah. going to take me a while, but I kind of hoped it wouldn't. Well, of the course, because you're just like, fuck, I'm going to meet my baby it's now. It's like, don't, you have to try to not be impatient and like bring open. something to keep you occupied. Because mm-hmm. I did not, like, of course I brought my laptop, but I wasn't really watching anything. Obviously, I wasn't like working. Bring something to keep you occupied because it's a long night yeah. and it's a long day because you're going to be awake. We're going to come keep bothering you, unfortunately. Yeah. Like, I try to like be quiet when I go into the rooms, but still, I'm like. You well, know, if the was, baby comes off the monitor, I, I, I'm sorry, but like you're probably going to wake up because I'm going to be like, wakey, wakey. I took a nap like in the middle of the day and then I was awake all night and then I was starting to feel like pain and pressure or whatever. So I was awake. 
so I was watching Modern Family, I think. Ever since then, I can't watch Modern Family. I'm like, hell no. I'm never watching that thing again. <gasps> I am going to be back in Because it reminds me of that time. <laughs> and I just remember like having my iPad or something like propped up on the table. And I was like clenching the side of the thing. And Jesse was asleep. And I didn't want to wake him up. I'm like, no, because he has to be wide awake by the time I'm actually yeah. in labor. And I was like, I'll just do this, whatever. Because I had the epidural, so it wasn't like crazy contractions. But but still, it was something that was keeping you aware yeah. of your surroundings. It literally feels like you're going to shit in the bed. <laughs> and I was like, what if I do shit in the bed? Like, uh, well, everybody the does. Bed. Everybody but does. But that's what it felt like. And I did not shit in the bed. It just felt like that's what's going to happen. Like, it feels like you're holding in the biggest fart of your life. <laughs> The biggest fart equals Lila. And you're like turtling. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Listen, been there. Just Turtle. not with an actual time, child. as Ramona would say. TT. <laughs> That's funny. That's what it feels like. Okay, so Do we have any two- other? I have two questions I want to ask you regarding getting a job for labor and delivery nurses. Okay. So any tips for getting a job as a labor and delivery nurse? Well, yes and no. I feel as if in nursing, when you graduate from school, if you know what you want to do, then go for it and apply for it. Depending on no matter which hospital birthing center, this or that, that you're at. I feel as if, if, you know, we all have a nursing degree. It doesn't matter where you graduated, what your grades were or anything. It matters on the type of person that you are and that you have a degree. So apply for it. If they don't accept you, it's not because they don't like you. It's because that you just don't have any experience. Yeah. I've applied to many. I applied from all over the place. And 2020 was a magical year for nursing. It was the year of the nurse. Mm-hmm. And I felt it. I felt it in my freaking bones. <laughs> but I, you know, I graduated past the NCLEX, started working in 2020 But I didn't work where I wanted to. I was like, you know what? I got to do my time. I got to do this. I got to do that. Do I think everybody has to do med surge? No. I don't agree with that concept. Do I think it makes you a better nurse? Absolutely. But if you know what you want to do and you can get that job, you're not going to DC that job and then take, oh, I'm going to take a med surge job because everyone tells me to. No, that's stupid. Take your labor and delivery if you get it. If you don't, okay, take something else for six months and then reapply. Yeah, Because labor and delivery is like ICU. It's like ED. It's like interventional radiology. It's like every other unit. You, It's a very specialized unit. PACU, yeah. OR. Like you have – and within labor and delivery, you know PACU skills. You know operating room skills. You know laboring skills. You know triage. You know antepartum. You know all of this stuff. So if you can get it on the first try, absolutely go for it. It's going to be rough. I'm not going to lie to you graduating out of nursing school, going into any specialty is very hard. But if you want to do it and you know this is what you like, then go for it. And everything's going to be fine at the end of the day. But it's not sunshine and rainbows. Even if you do med surge or even if you do doctor's office, it is, it's definitely rough. There's a lot of things you got to learn because it's not like school where you're like, okay, Mr. Jones has X, Y, and Z. You go and Mr. Jones is happy as can be. He's not. 
He's in pain. He doesn't give a fuck about you. Jones is freaking. Jones is <laughs> freaking the fuck out. He's losing his brain. You can, if you get the opportunity to work as an L&D nurse, go right ahead. Some tips and tricks I would say to get into that is if you have like an internship prior to uh, graduating college. I My last semester of college, I did the, at the, I worked at the birthing center. If you can do that, I would do something along the lines of that. And any sort of interest volunteering in like a labor and delivery, a postpartum recovery unit, I encourage that. That would help you more so in labor and delivery. But if not, at the end of the day, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, you can always just like reapply. serve your time in the ER, any other unit, whatever, and then reapply in a year, year and a half, whatever. I guess, but my only tips would be maybe get like an internship prior to – yeah. If you want to do it as a new grad. I feel like that goes for all career paths. Like if you want to do something when you graduate, you have to do the internship. I mean, I did, I rode an ambulance for three years, you know, Mm -hmm. voluntary slash paid. And I mean, it helped me get where I wanted to be, you know, and it, I mean, it didn't hurt. So if there's anything you could do, always do it. And the last question that we're going to do for Chelsea is from Han and it's, Thoughts on PT therapy, so pelvic floor therapy? I think everybody should do it. Even if you don't have any tearing, any anything at all, I think it is a great thing for everybody. I feel like it should be a required thing. Yeah, I've been 1, doing 000%. it based off just like the TikTok videos I see because Take you too. it really is crazy like how much your, it's, your body is like messed up after so different. birth. And those exercises help my abs so much yeah. more than doing what I used to do. Like I can't do the regular crunches I used no. to do because it doesn't affect the same muscles. No, Mm-mm. not at all. And I don't, I didn't have, I think I can't really pronounce it. It's like diastasis, diastasis rectus. Yes. I did not have that, but I can I sort felt of it. see, she doesn't. <laughs> I can see like where it would be because everyone sort of has it once they get birth because obviously your abs are somewhat separated and i can see now like how these other exercises help so much more than doing a regular crunch because when i do regular crunch i'm like oh that that feels weird that feels different (laughs) yeah i think pelvic floor therapy should be required for every mom and not like in a mean or nasty way even like again even if you had the most perfect delivery of your entire life i I don't care everyone can work on it everyone can even if you haven't given birth yeah that's what i mean it's not hard it's not hard if even if you haven't given birth i'm gonna be honest in my last pilates class i was doing kegels we were doing all this stuff and i was like wow interesting Go for me. Kegels. Kegels. And then I also saw on TikTok, like, if you do Kegels, like, you have to do the other pelvic floor things because, like, Kegels alone doesn't help Kegels you. aren't – exactly. Kegels alone are not the holy grail. You should be doing a variety of exercises yeah. after. And they're not – they're not, like, the most difficult thing in, thing in the entire world. I feel as if they are, like – you know, you could do it from home. Do no, definitely. whatever you have to do. It's like easy I'll lay on access. the floor when Lila's doing tummy time and do like it's like lifting your leg lifting, off the I was floor just gonna when say. the other leg is still on the yeah. floor. Like you're not gonna you could break a sweat, but it's not painful. Like, <laughs> I mean, don't blame me for you. <laughs> I still have my postpartum sweats, so I'm sweating all the time, basically. <laughs> I tell all the moms that too. I keep my ice pack in bed. <laughs> when I go to sleep, I literally have an ice pack with me because I have the sweats at night especially the preeclamptic moms that I have. I'm like, they're like, oh, I'm so swollen. I look so fat. I'm like, well, first of all, you're in labor. So yeah, kick that idea out of the door. 
second of all, you know, what goes in must come out. If you gained nine pounds with water weight in the past three days, yeah, that's not good. Not at all. But at least it's going to come out. Yeah. It's going to come out. I'm like, the postpartum sweats are going to hit you. Oh, my God. The postpartum ya. sweats are so crazy. I would wake up drenched. And now Normally, I'm me and her are freezing cold at all times Always. of the day. And now we're just like, shit, man. Who's got to open up a window? I think I'm like 16 weeks or 15 weeks postpartum. I still wake up with the sweats. I had the postpartum sweats. I go to bed with my ice pack and then I wake up in the morning freezing cold. So now yeah. it's fall. It's the change of the seasons. Fall hit us up here within 24 hours. I know. So. What was it? 48 hours ago, it was like 85 degrees. Humid. It was like 50 this morning. Today, it's 50. Freezing. I walk in out I of the hospital. It. I'm like, ooh, it's chilly, ladies. Today, Chelsea came over, I don't know, like five o'clock mm-hmm. or so. But during the day, Lila and I were in the living room and we could see the leaves, whatever. I literally do have trauma from last year because I was (laughs) so sick this time last year. I feel so bad. And like just feeling the wind and seeing everything. I'm like, no. Oh, no. I was like, oh, my God. Rough living today. (laughs) Pregnancy is rough in itself, whether you have a male or a female. But... It is especially rough if you already know what you're going to get through. First time, you're like, oh, maybe it'll get better. Maybe it'll get better. Unfortunately, it pretty much never got better. Nar. Nar, Cleo. And when... (laughs) Water. Nar. It's not in the water. (laughs) When I have... Who was a pregnant person I spoke to recently? Maybe they haven't said it. I don't know who I spoke to recently who was pregnant, but they were like, oh, I'm a little nauseous, but it'll get better. And I'm like, yeah, like for most people, it does get better. I'm never, ever going to be one of those pregnant people who are just like, just wait, just wait. No, it's going to suck. I hate those people. Those people. Like, what is, what does that do for you? Making someone else like worried for the next eight months of their life. Like, let them live. Tell them it's going to get better. Shut the fuck up. Like, it's none of your business. Like, I don't care. Like... They will still live their life whether you tell them just wait or not. Or just wait. Your baby's never going to sleep and you're going to hate your life. Like, thanks. Actually, I had postpartum depression. I wanted to kill myself. So what if that just set me over the edge? (laughs) Thank you. The one thing to flip that, though, I have seen on TikTok, one of my favorite couples ever, and I know everyone has seen them, Meal She Eats, that girl with her man. Rachel she, Sullivan. Yes, yes. Ray, Rachel, Ray? Rachel. Rachel, Rachel, yeah. Rachel Sullivan. She posted, and again, I, I mean, I was, again, I guess I'm new. You're new on the mom talk. I'm new on the mom talk because Grace is like, I've seen that before, but that's also very great. She did a just wait, but a positive out outlook on it. And honestly, yeah. she's right though. Like, go fuck yourself if you're going to be like, oh, guess me. Like, you're never going to be happy ever again for the next 18 years. Shut other, up. Other Shut than up. my sisters Shut and up. like my mom and stuff and my mother-in-law, I never got a positive, just wait. I know. Like, my sisters and my mom and mother-in-law, of course, were, like, They've done it before. But everyone else was like, oh, well, just wait, because they're never going to sleep. Oh, just wait, because they're not going to want to eat. Just wait. I'm like, what is the point of telling me that? Because I would be telling my story of how I was throwing up every single day, and they'll be like, oh, yeah? Well, just wait, because you're never going to sleep again. I'm like, well... Bitch, I was just saying how I can't stop throwing up. Nine one one. Shut your mouth. <laughs> shut your mouth. 
like, are you kidding me? I'm like, I don't think it actually can get worse than throwing up 24-7. I'd rather not sleep. Also, and now having experienced not sleeping, like, no, I'd rather not sleep. <laughs> also, Grace did not just have, oh, I threw up here and there. No, you had hyperemesis. Like, yeah, I was throwing up one... every single day, multiple times. Grace and I are best friends. Like, hands down, like, nothing, like, nothing can change that. I saw the bitch maybe five times <laughs> while pregnant. Yeah. Nine whole months, five times. It was like a holiday every time. I saw her. Mm-hmm. And it's not her fault. She was fucking, you were, wanted sick to just. Sick as a dog. Sick as a dog. And it sucked because. It's not fun. Usually you think morning. It was the holidays, You bro. throw up in the morning. No, I no. threw up at night. No. Like at six o'clock and on. Mm-mm. Which I guess kind of worked because I had to go to work. But then I would get home from work. My two hours I was home and awake, I was throwing up. The few times I saw Grace, I remember one time James and I needed 911 emergency help. Oh, right. When your showers were. 911 emergency help. We had so many things going wrong. And we came up and I saw poor Grace. I think you were sleeping. And he came up and be like, hi. And you. James was in the shower in their bedroom, and she came out to vomit in the outside bathroom. Yes, in the hallway bathroom because James was showering. In you were like bathroom. what, like six, seven months pregnant yeah. at that point, and I just remember seeing her saying, "Hi," hey. and I was just like, "Oh my god, James, you need to hurry the fuck up, and we have to get out of here." I was like, "She's gonna kill us," because it was like nine o'clock every day. Had to throw up. And I would watch my H3 podcast. I would put it on my mm-hmm. phone, put it on top of our towels, and just throw up and have my podcast going in the back and just, you know, <laughs> hang out. Because I knew that's what was going to happen. And it's also like, I correct me if I'm wrong, I feel as if your vomiting situation, it was tragic the entire pregnancy, but mm-hmm. I feel like it was worse at the beginning. No? Oh, definitely. Yes or no? It was worse at the beginning. So but that's why this time I of year I is got... horrible for you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it really got better, though, until, like, January. But also, yeah. I just got used to it. Like, I mm-hmm. knew, okay, it's eight, it's 7.30, 8 o'clock. Like, I'm going to start feeling nauseous soon. Like, get into bed, do mm-hmm. your stuff. Mm-hmm. And then 9 o'clock, I would get out of bed, throw up, and then get back into bed and fall asleep. And mm-hmm. it also sucks because you can't really take much to, like, fall asleep. No. I took Unisom and B6, which is also Everybody a I know takes that at yeah. work, yeah. So, it would also put me to sleep which is good but at the beginning of my pregnancy i would wake up at 4 a.m yeah just to go sit on the toilet and throw up and that's so annoying when you know you gotta be up at six you know like you Let gotta it, be I up in like, okay two seconds later the first day that i ever threw up before going to work i was like brushing my teeth and i was like i don't feel, I don't good. feel good this and i was not only like five weeks like five days like i was very early it's like wow i don't feel good and then I threw up. I was like, oh, my God. Well, maybe, like, I'm just nauseous today. Like, maybe it's just a fluke. <laughs> and then the next day, I, like, didn't feel good. And the next day, I didn't feel good. And I was like, oh, great. I just have to keep going to work and throwing up every day. I know. But then it switched to nighttime, so it was a little better. I have someone special in my heart who I cannot share is pregnant right now. And it's not me. And it's not Grace. I had a, I almost had a little heart attack before. I was, of course, Fridays at five. We're having a little something, something drink. So I was like, I got this really nice bottle of wine. It's from a random liquor store in New Jersey. 
Apparently, it's in Oregon. It has Whatever. like cute little butterflies it's on it. It's very butterflies, cute. Uh, flowers. It's beautiful. It's very good too. And I got it so Grace and I could share because we love rosé. And I had some and I was like, oh, do you want some? And I thought – I didn't know if you were drinking like just like a regular seltzer with ice out of a wine glass because we do – I drink coffee out of a wine glass I sometimes. I know. Real Housewives in New York. You it, drink everything out of a wine glass. It feels great. So I was like, oh, and she's like, no. And I was like, oh, fuck no. I was like, is she pregnant again? I was oh. like, no, we can't go down that road again. God, no. <laughs> not, not yet. Fall would for ever be room for me if I was pregnant again at this time here. I could literally never have another fall ever. Fall would ruin it for me. I'd be like, oh fuck, Grace is gonna I can't talk to Grace anymore. Fridays at five we said we're back. We lied. We lied. Because literally the reason we had to stop is because I was throwing up and miserable. I totally could have done it myself, but with starting a new job yeah. And doing nights, I was like, you know what? Like it's just not gonna work for me. And I was like, I I miss Grace. I can't do it without her. I told you guys, I had five selective times to see her in nine months. I couldn't waste it on a podcast, please. Yeah, and if please. you guys watch my YouTube videos, you knew I was not getting on the podcast because <laughs> I was pissed off doing those too. I know, that's true. I don't blame you. But now we're back and better than ever. Those questions were awesome. I love all the questions you guys sent to us. Even if we don't post, like, question here and that, please send us any questions, comments, concerns. Like, I love answering them because you guys always have very, very, very good insight. We and have then, a few other things, like two or three, whatever other I things to speak I've been on. watching Real Housewives of New York. I've been watching a different, you know, group of Real Housewives all the time. First, I watched Dallas. I watched a few seasons with my mom, but I don't know. I just didn't get into it that much. I've been watching Real Housewives of New York, and I did watch them years and years and years ago. I watched like a few seasons, the old, old seasons before Bethany even left. But now I'm on the new seasons with um, Leanne, I think her name is. I don't know. I I've think watched a few episodes with Grace. And yes, not Chelsea's been watching with me. And guys, you have to fucking watch it. Bro, I that shit love is fucking those gold. bitches. I fucking love them. Dorinda. Dor- Dorinda. Oh, we just said She's it at the same the time. Best. We had no idea. First of all, like, okay, she does have anger management problems. Yes. <laughs> She's not perfect. And she's totally she's drunk, like, all the time. For sure. I mean, do we care? But Nair. Nar. <laughs> Dorinda and Sonia love them. They're drunk as fuck all the time. They're like 60 years old. They're rocking out. I don't know how the hell they're not hungover the next day. It's 7 a.m. They're waking up in Mexico. They just went on a tour. That one episode I'm we like, watched together. Oh my God. How What's are her you name? Up? Was was drunk naked in the. Bethany, Bethany. and Ramona. Yeah. They were, or Bethany. I don't know, but it was Bethany and someone. They're up the next day. If I'm that drunk, I'm not waking up till 5 p.m. Like, I'm not getting out of bed till 5 p.m. And I'm getting back in. Nar. I don't know how they do it. I don't know how they do it either. Again, I've only watched, like, maybe, what, like, two episodes with you before? Yeah. I mean, I loved it. (laughs) Uh, There's one thing I love, and it's reality TV. Because, A, it's not my issue and not my fucking problem. And I wake up the next day, I'm like, ah. I know. And you just live. They all fucked up with them. each other. But no. And then I think about it. I'm like, mm, I want to go to Mexico. I want to go. When they went to went to the tequila farm. Yeah. Shut up. I know. They, they went literally to shut tequila. up. 
And they were drink. Okay, they were drinking before they went to tequila. They As were they drinking should. at tequila, obviously, <laughs> and then they're drinking when they got home. And then they went out to dinner. I'm like, I could never do that. And I'm 27 years old. And they're what? In their 50s, 60s? No way. Mm, Bethany no way. was always ready for dinner. <laughs> and they all come out. They're like, hey. I don't know how they do that. There's Mm-mm. nothing worse than being drunk and having to go out to dinner. You're no. like, I don't want to go. And there's a difference of like, like tipsy, like yeah, just no, getting on the fine. like. That's fun. Like that's a great time. But being drunk no. and having to go out to dinner, like no. your bachelorette party. No one Ooh. remembers that. <laughs> I don't. I didn't even make I it. I don't. I I didn't even make it. My body was physically present at my bachelor party, but my soul was not. We will never, ever show the light of day the pictures I have. They're completely (laughs) inappropriate, but they're funny as fuck, But the problem is that Some of them are actually good. Most of them were from the night before my bachelor party, in which I had to go to work the following day. Oh, yeah, me and you... I had to go to work that day. Mm-mm. And I did. I went to I was work. off. Me and Grace, I'm in my Walmart special. <laughs> it was my I blueberry suit. I looked like Violet from, <laughs> from Willy Wonka. I'm just so glad I never have to do that again. Oh, 1,000%. <laughs> Only I mean, for you. I Well, yeah. Fuck that. But <laughs> A, you better not be pregnant whenever I'm engaged and whatever. You can oh. be pregnant when I'm engaged. But when it comes to like the bachelorette oh, yeah. party, I'm hoping you're not. I would hope not as well. Well, let's let's. Nothing's be- worse than a pregnant bitch at your bachelor party. Forget sorry, about sorry it. Sorry, if you're the pregnant girl at the bachelor party. I'm actually not sorry. I feel really I bad go. for you. I'm proud of you. I'm, I'm proud, proud of, of you. you. I feel so bad for you. You're a good woman for going. I would stay home. But either way, that's because I, f- I don't give. <laughs> I feel as if personally, by the time I mean, you know, eventually I'll be engaged. But I feel as if it'll be kind of like a long time. I'll be engaged. To the point where you can definitely have a child. And even if you don't, fine by me. Fine by me. But just don't be pregnant, bachelorette, wedding day. Everything else, sure, go ahead. Do whatever you got to do. Definitely not. (laughs) 10 out of 10, don't recommend. No. (laughs) I mean, girl, please, I agree with you. No. Mm Mm-mm. That's I was like policing my, um, the wedding day, getting ready to make sure everyone was drinking. I was like, no one's pregnant, right? (laughs) <laughs> me and Grace. <laughs> but I was also salty because I did just have a miscarriage. So I needed to make sure everyone else was I know, but me, pregnant, me and Grace, but... we weren't, I was very proud of us on your wedding day. We were crunk, but we were not bad. No, we didn't get crunk until it was like time to turn up. We did take our little shots at the Oh house. my God, guys. I got to We got to post it on this week's episode. Yeah. Fuck, dude. They're so funny. It's my... So I didn't is. get the pictures back to like December, yeah. So I never posted them. But wait, I was like, we have to take a shot before we get on the bus. And your mom was like, no. My mom was like, <laughs> shots, because my mom, you know, my mom knows me pretty well. So she was we like, we love you, Mary. Shots. We love um, you. But we did, and I made everyone take one, even if they took a baby shot. Get it over it. It's her wedding day. And if I order tequila shots, then you're gonna damn well take them. If it's my wedding day, Grace also, is in charge. We Let got married that. on the literal hottest day of the year. So by the time we were taking my pictures, my dress is I was spicy. sweating my ass off. My they, hair was beautiful. like flat. I was they're like, beautiful. I need water. She was SpongeBob. Water. Literally, and we're outside taking pictures. It's like I'm done. 
I need water. My favorite is the pictures of you and Jesse doing the first look. Oh, and our fake first our look. Face, our fake first look because we saw each other. I mean, I went to go see James and they were all, again, the boys are so good to us. And one of my favorite parts of your wedding night, obviously the entire thing was great, but it was so nice. We all like, you were dancing with James. I was with Jesse and I was oh, like, yeah. Jesse, I was like, you're a husband now. I was like, be nice to my girl. My first look with Jesse, I mean, it was cute, whatever, but Jesse no, and I just cute. aren't like, not that we're not romantic, but we're, we're kind of s- like, we're not like um, <laughs> cheesy or like, oh, like, you're not chooks. Whatever, you know. But my first look with my dad, like, that killed me. Yeah. I f- fucking love Larry. I would I do anything for him. I really would. Yeah, that was so cute and like, the best memory ever. So if you guys are getting married and you're not sure, like do a first look with your dad because that was so great. Um, Even again, if your dad is not someone like my dad doesn't give a shit about dresses or the way you look, but so cute. It was adorable. I love him. I love Larry. He's the best I human know, being in the entire really world. Is. But you guys can't see what I just sent it to Grace. I have. This is my. And again, I. We'll post it on the uh, Instagram. Bro, it's funny as hell. It's me and Grace making our demon faces to each other. And then this is us making, taking our shot of tequila. Oh, yes. Grace, I'm uncovering all these pictures, bro. Why didn't I send you any of these? My nieces were so cute at the wedding. They were like, Titi Chelly. Titi Chelly. My nieces (laughs) always question where Chelsea is. And I'm like, Chelsea has to work. What about me? Hey, I know. <laughs> what about your real aunt? What's 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 going on here? Where's the disconnect? <laughs> I have a Lila now. What's going on? Hey, does anyone? Does anyone? Does anyone? No, but I love the girls. They're so good. I had a wedding the past week. We're talking a little bit of our updates of going on. I had a wedding this week. It was so much fun. I loved it. Did they have that martini bar that you were talking? About? So they did, but they were like janky about it. They were so rude. Like, we went afterwards. They closed at 10 p.m. I'm like, dude, we're 200 Irish people. <laughs> There's like, going to be a lot of martinis. Like, what are you doing? Oh, my dad, Tom, Tommy, got a ter- two tiramisu martinis. And if you guys know my dad, which you which don't. Which you don't. Not at likely. all. He's the best human being in this entire universe. And he's like, Chelsea, he's like, this is really good. You want to give it a little try? So I tried it. It, was, it literally tasted like a tiramisu. They did a great job. But, you know, I didn't know what they would have. I wasn't sure. I brought my own, like, seltzers. And I had one. And he was like, we're going to shut down the bar if you have your seltzer. And I was like, go ahead. Do it. Please. I was like, yeah. I, I'm – unable to have everything else that's here i'm like yeah. do you have seltzers here you don't like, want to risk um a contaminated martini. not me no <laughs> nor no i did not want to do that but i mean they, they were fine for the most part they were open till like 3 a.m like they were great honestly the second there night. was one night i think that i had like two or three espresso martinis forgetting the fact that they have a full shot of espresso in them and i was up until like four in the morning like why am I awake? Oh, maybe because you had four shots of espresso at 9 p.m. We are going to talk about it right here, right now. Grace and I went to a restaurant that we frequent in our area. And it was when espresso martinis became the most popular thing in the entire universe. It was like December 2020. And COVID times. Yeah. Because Grace goes to me, bite your bean. I don't know if I can eat it. And I'm looking at her. I'm like, um, hello? What do you mean? 
So, of course, I take the – I drink it. It was an incredible drink. Great drink. I bite the coffee bean. Grace was like, I can't taste it. I have COVID. And I was like, shut up. No, you don't. And then I taste it. And I was like, no, bro. I taste the entire thing. I think you're just weird. She ended up not having COVID. But either way, I was like, Ugh. No, because We sold the glasses. Like we as a me. Did you? I sold both glasses. I was like, I asked the waitress. Right. Like, can I buy these? And she's like, I don't think so. She was like, honestly, like, you can do whatever you want. I'm just, like, not going to look. And I was like, I, you're getting a great tip. <laughs> I was like, I, I love you. Dude, we need to make something because I'm going to let you guys all know on Fridays at 5 right now, I'm having a Halloween party. It's obviously not for a very long time. But we need to come up with some good drinks to have there. And we've had a few. Grace has given some advice. I have had some advice. We still need to try them out to make sure that they taste good. Because just because they look good doesn't mean they taste good. Yeah. Right? No. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to give out espresso martinis. But, like, either yeah. way, I'm like, they're good. No, because you want people to go home at some point. Yeah. You give out espresso martinis. Tommy loves the tiramisu, loves the chocolate martinis, loves it. He's like, this shit is good, Chelsea. <laughs> to me, I cannot drink those, like, I have one. sweet That's it. drinks. That's I it. Can't. One. If that. If that. I'm like, I don't want to drink dessert. I want to eat it. If I've had, like, two <laughs> drinks, mm-hmm. I can't drink a no. dessert. No. No. It's too thick on my stomach, honestly. Yeah. Um, and one last thing, guys, by the way, we've had a few things on this episode, which I think has been going great so far. Celebrity skincare. Grace I has wanted to thoughts. touch upon that. Why does every celebrity have a skincare line? There's no way they all work. Like, we have to commit to, like, Sarah V, Cetaphil, <laughs> like, you know, fine. If a few celebrities want to do it, like Cindy Crawford, fine. She was like the first one to do it. Why does every celebrity have a skincare line now? Kylie Jenner, uh, Hailey Bieber, Kim Kardashian. Uh, Kim Kardashian. Now Courtney's coming out with a supplement brand. Like, yeah, I'm sure that's going to be amazing. I think it's gummy supplements too, which like have the least like yeah. efficacy yeah exactly i mean i don't know why the fuck they do half the things that they do more power to you if you get the revenue and you get the x y and z that you need then sure but at the end of the day like not me no because nar Haley bieber and i think kylie advertised to like a younger demographic yeah and people will buy it just because it's them yeah i think kylie I watched something that was just like showing the efficacy of her stuff. It was like really bad. Mm-hmm. I don't know that she sells her skincare anymore. I don't know. Kylie skin. I don't but know. But Hailey Bieber as well. Like that was guys, brand new. You gotta stop. If you're a celebrity, like come out with the nail polish line. How about that? Do you know how much money they would fucking make off of that? Like, stop with the skincare. You can only have so many moisturizers at There's one time. There's eight trillion of that shit. Yeah. A million of it. I don't understand. No, it's not necessary. Or, and listen. And they're not. What's her name? Uh, Kylie's sister has the tequila. Oh, oh forget it. I, mean, I also had an idea for one of our future episodes when we're like more on camera once we have our little studio set up trying and a better celebrity well of course we have a pajamas on right now but <laughs> trying celebrity alcohol like brands it. whether it's wine tequila vodka whatever that would be such a stupid fun episode i have tried 818 and as has chelsea 
Woof. Big woof. It's so Not only did we get extremely fucked up on it, but it was horrible for us. Like it... I don't recommend it. I really don't. I really don't. It was not good. Like, it has a very vanilla-y taste. Will we do it again on camera? Sure. A billion... We'll do it where we don't know what it is. Yeah. Oh, like the blind taste testing thing. That would be be funny. Yeah. But either way, I'm like... Like, it was nice to try because, again, it's something new in general. And I know there's a lot of controversy around it. And I understand it. But there was nothing that was going to stop me from trying it. Like, I I needed to to try it. Just to prove to myself that I was like, yeah, I don't really like this. I don't really need it that much. No, it it was pretty bad. And I I just think the same thing goes with the skincare, with the why does everyone have tequila brand these days? Like Besides George Clooney, he's number one. We gotta stop. No, There's you're so right. many other things you could do. Nail polish is a great thing, Grace. I don't. I have never heard of any celebrity having nail polish. Like, yeah, there you go, girls. Star nail polish line. Just give us a little something out of it, or like a seltzer. <laughs> Our seltzer. Isn't there? Uh, I don't know. Travis Scott there, had those agave seltzers. Yeah, but I haven't seen them. I have not. I've tried them and I liked them. I did not like. Yeah, I didn't think they, they were bad. awful. They were not awful. I mean, they're not the best, but they weren't no. terrible. Like I liked them. Like, but I, I would haven't drink seen them. Seven Eleven by us always had them. But they do not have them. Yeah, anymore. that's what I'm saying. I have not Maybe seen because them. it's fall and they're into the more of like year. I I don't know. But no, either way. I don't know. But yeah, like let's give some nail polish, maybe seltzer, beer. Fine. Got to give it up on the tequila. Mm-mm. We it's just don't. So funny because Sarah Jessica Parker. I've tried her white wine. There's another person. All the real housewives have a white wine or Prosecco. Speaking of that, my mom's friend went to Dorinda's place, met Dorinda. Bluestone Manor. The Bluestone Manor. They took pictures. And I'm looking at the picture and I'm like, wait a second. She looks familiar. I was like, I've seen her before. I was like, is this Dorinda? And I texted Grace the picture. I was like, hey, uh, what's going on? And she's like, that's Dorinda. She owns this place. And I was like, oh, all right. I love Dorinda. Even though she's a mess. Hot mess. I mean, we're all a mess. It's fine. Right? She's worse than us. <laughs> Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. But I feel like we can wrap it up on this I feel as if episode. we did a very great job and it's time to let I her hope, rock. I hope you all learned something from Chelsea's Q&A. I didn't do my labor and delivery story. I feel like I just chimed in. If you want the full story, go to my YouTube because I told it all on there. We could also do it again, but... Go to the YouTube. Yeah, I feel like (laughs) if you wanted to know, you could figure it out there. If you know, you know. If you don't, then that's fine also. Fair. But again, we are bi-weekly podcast, so check us out not this coming week, but the following week after this one is uploaded. Follow us on Instagram, lipsticks and day lattes, Chelsea McNulty underscore, and Fridays dot at five. We're also starting a TikTok. Period. Where we'll be uploading clips from our podcast, also just like funny random videos. We do. (laughs) We'll figure out some TikTok dances, learn those. You never know. That'll be funny. And that's it. We will see you guys, or maybe you will see us actually, because we have to finish setting up our studio. Uh, Maybe you'll see us next time. But if not, you'll hear from us in uh, two weeks. All righty, guys. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye.